string and a stick feather. <laughs> For those of you who are as confused as I am, uh, welcome back to Of Dice and Friends, your weekly serving of magic, mayhem, and foot fetishes, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to talk about why this came up. Which is, I was telling the boys right before this that the reason why foot fetishes are so prominent is because the fold in your brain that is associated with like genitals and sex and things like that is literally right next to the fold in your brain that has to do with feet. And sometimes the wires just get crisscrossed and that is a fact. So is that why people like clowns? Is because they have such big feet? <laughs> no one that's likes so clowns. No, that's no. Tons of people love really? clowns. Yeah, but that's Harley because Quinn. the clown brain. You know how many party. people want to bone that clown? <laughs> Maybe that's why women are obsessed with men with big feet. Well, we all know why women are obsessed with men with big feet. And Joey, too, I just want to say rule 34. We should continue. Oh. Right. Uh, thanks. Nolan, why don't you take it away? Oh, hey, guys. Uh, Nolan here playing Mo the Monk. Um, you know, I normally kind of tell jokes in the intro, but I just wanted to get real for a second because, um, you know, you get home after a long day at work and then you get to come to the podcast and mm -hmm. have a good time with you guys. It's great because, you know, I just got off the clock at the shoe recycle factory and it's just soul crushing. Hey, that was even relevant Slap. to feet. Huh? Wow. 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 Today. Full circle. <laughs> Take it away, Hi, Greg. I'm Greg, and I play J.R. Randstar, and uh, I guess let's talk about J.R.'s fetishes. <laughs> I am all for this. Let's. Character reveal. <laughs> I have to actually think of something. <laughs> hmm. Just throw Greg's fetishes in there. Oh, so uh, J.R.'s fetish is that he loves it when a girl twirls his mustache for him. Oh. <laughs> hey, Joey, remember that for when you need a monster to, like, vanquish him. Uh, oh, it'll vanquish something. <laughs> uh, I'm Rachel. I play Tana, and I think I'm gonna sit this one out and go back upstairs. Have a great time, boys. <laughs> Weak. Hi, this is Aaron. I play Finian, the frog. I mean, the elf. The snake, cat. Cat. Whatever. <laughs> Rat. And yeah, um, that was a pretty lively discussion we had prior to uh, the start of the session. But now we're going to get into like the meat of some really cool stuff, I think. So I'm looking forward to that tonight. Yeah, me too. Hey, I'm Sarek. I play Heen the Scion and uh, Sean the Unknown Class. So um, <laughs> I'm just here for the free rum. And as long as the rum's here, Sean will be here too. <laughs> and with that, it is time for our story to continue. All right, boys. <clears throat> Raise your glasses, please, for today's toast. As you slide down the banister of life, may the splinters never point in the wrong direction. I love you, boys. <laughs> Cheers. 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 <laughs> oh, oh that yeah. rum is so bad. It's so bad. Oh, God. It kind of reminds me of stuff. Windex. <laughs> <laughs> if there's anyone who works for a rum company out there, please offer to sponsor us so we can drink your rum. <laughs> Anything. It's other spiced than rum. Definitely like spiced the Walmart rum. brand rum. <sighs> Chapter 8, Special Delivery. After defeating the Colossus that you maybe made, the five of you rested before quietly slinking away from the town of White Claw, alongside Gonk the Orc, Rusty the Goblin, and the quiet old dwarf. The town was in absolute disarray, like it was struck by a natural disaster, but the orcs and the ghosts of this place are nothing if not tenacious. Before long, the moon vanishes below the horizon, and you pick a nice clearing in the woods to rest until moonrise. 
after the chit-chat dies down, you find yourself staring up at a clear, starry night, looking at stars you never saw in life, taking advantage of the sense of wonder and the philosophical mood. Gonk, perhaps unfortunately, interrupts the quiet. He looks to you, Finian. Gonk wonder how pale elf die. Elves live in Path of Mercy, and that not place dangerous. The Path of Mercy is not dangerous inherently, but I wasn't in the Path of Mercy when I passed. Oh, where was Pell Elf? I was in Vitara. Far away from home. At a certain age, elves, when they pursue their calling, mine, of course, being in the Druidic arts, we go on a mission, and we go far from home. Mine was to... Um, travel with a group of druids and scholars to investigate uh, some strange happenings in one of the swamps of Vitara. What killed you? Uh, we were in chasing down a pack of goblins that had been raiding towns on the edges of the swamp. And um, we came across this pack of goblins we slew several of them. In, as we were making our escape, a large dragon found us. I didn't even make it as far as the dragon. I was slayed by the goblins for messing with powers that I don't know how to mess with. Oh, fiery tiefling, die alongside elf. Yes, we actually were in life together. <laughs> in life together. Briefly. Very briefly. We uh, died side by side in combat. No, I Tana died. fell to the <laughs> goblins, and then the dragon caught up with us and slew me. Oh. I didn't know it was the dragon that got you. Yes. Most unfortunate. At least you didn't drown. That's how I found him. I was on a boat, and I saw this pale pile of robes on the side of the water pointed it out, and we stopped, and we pulled Finian aboard. The group I was traveling with was on board a vessel that was capsized in the ocean near the, near the shore. Uh, as far as I know, I was the only survivor, but I don't know because I never saw any of them again. You find throughout this, Gonk is kind of side-eyeing Rusty, the goblin, and Rusty looks like he's getting increasingly uncomfortable with, with the conversation. And after kind of an awkward pause, Rusty will look to you, Finian. You, you said a, a dragon killed you in the swamps? We were told that uh, an entity known as Avru had been guiding the goblins and the tribes of goblins in the area. We didn't know what Avru was, but the goblins spoke reverently of Avru. We feigned allegiance to Avru to gain trust, and we were able to dispatch a number of these fallen goblins that had taken up with this dark spirit, only to find out that Avru was a black dragon. Gunk, why are you so interested in how others passed? Uh, do you wish to share yourself? Uh, no. But Gunk, curious. We travel for long enough, it's something to talk about. So, Gunk, investigative nosy, yes? Uh, perhaps. I just... You interesting group of people. 
probably have interesting deaths. Mo sensei say that situations or bad situations make for good stories. You come off as people with many good stories. Well, coming from you, that sounds like great advice. Thank you. <laughs> Compliment? What about you? Big human, how did you die? I don't know. Honestly, I didn't even think I was dead for like the first week. What's the last thing you remember? I, I don't know. You don't know? What were the last... You cannot remember what preceded your death? Your life before... Well, I remember what I was doing, but I don't remember exactly what I was doing before I died. So you haven't been able to put together any clues or any ideas for yourself how you ended up in Malice? Well, I don't think I belonged in Malice. I don't think I belonged there either. I mean, the first fight I was in was at that tavern. If you were unsure if you had already died, then were you not already in Noctara? You would notice the transition between Bountiful Gale and frozen hellscape, yes? Oh, I thought this was a dream until uh, that big bar fight, and then I realized this shit was real. Wait, even while you were associating with us, you thought yes. this was... On the ship! On <laughs> yeah. the ship, you thought this was all a dream. That whole time Especially you Especially her dreaming? and Zai, I was like, oh, cool, it's that kind of dream. And then it wasn't. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's wild. This behavior makes much more sense now. Well, well if I died, I th- thought I would know I was dead. Your dreams are quite dull. I know, some, I thought that too. I've eaten some very <laughs> colorful mushrooms that produce dreamlike states, but nothing that would have allowed me to persist in that delusion for as long as you did. What an interesting mind you have, sir. Is well, that... from school I learned uh, hugs, not drugs. <laughs> Is that why you were hiding behind the bar? Because you, you suddenly realized that this wasn't a dream? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, God. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll just kind of pat you on the shoulder sympathetically. In Mercy, we have a a strong um, telling of tales and a a whole ritual around the process of death. And of course, we're closer to the spirits when they return to their source. So for me, of course, I knew precisely what had happened. What was very puzzling to me is that I ended up back in malice and not in mercy. And I wonder for the rest of you if you feel the same. See, that's exactly why I thought it was a dream. Why would I be in malice? I think Maybe it's because I stole that cookie when I was a kid. I think. I mean, Tom I got yelled at by my mom pretty hard. It takes a lot more than that to land you in malice. Tana, tell us more about why you think you ended up in malice. If you think you belong there at all. I, I don't. I, I don't know. I just woke up like the rest of you, Finian. You've made. Maybe I stole a cookie, like Jr. <laughs> It's just you've made references to elements of your past that, I don't know, make me wonder if you feel like you were placed correctly or incorrectly. I mean, I think at this point, Finian, no one's really questioning whether I should be here or not, right? I mean, I just raised an entire town. So do we really have to ask that question? But did you intend to raise the entire town? No, of course not. It's just a consequence of fate. It doesn't and matter chaos. whether it was a consequence. Wherever I go, chaos follows far more than any other tiefling. I don't think we need to ask why I'm here. I belong here. Perhaps you gentlemen don't. I do. Hmm. Gonk stands. And he's, you know, he's a big orc. And he takes a few steps towards Tana. And he says, 
Sometimes, we think person deserve good punch, but really they just deserve good hug. This is why I didn't punch Mo last episode. And then he'll, he'll sweep his arms down and pick you up into an inesc- inescapable hug. Gonk, when did you become a philosopher? Gonk's first run through college. Can Ru- you put me down first? Run as in m- m- movement? Look, stop you sit questions. and you listen normally. No, no, Gonk was looting college. Put me down. <laughs> he'll drop you. Gonk, were you trying to break her back? <laughs> break back? Yeah, no, what the hell just, was that? Just uh, hug fiery tiefling. The hell's a hug? Thanks, Grunk. You said hugs, not drugs. I would assume you knew what both were. Oh, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> Continuity. <laughs> what? Can we just take a few steps back for a moment? Because because last night, I saw lightning come out of JR's eyeballs. I saw you talking to yourself, and then there was lightning. And you, Finian, well after the chaos subsided, you were still a snake groping JR. And you, Heen, we're talking to an imaginary person named Sean. So can we just like, I know, why don't we start with the lightning coming out of JR's eyeballs since can, can he only I, now realized that this isn't a bad dream. Can I clarify? I wasn't rubbing on him. I was just admiring him. You were rubbing him seductively and we all saw it. That's how a snake shows affection. Okay, we'll come Not back seduction. to you. We'll come back to you. And then I'll just, I'll just kind of look at JR expectantly. Oh, yeah, I guess I could uh, do that whole storm stuff this whole time. What's, what storm stuff? What, well, what did you do? I shot lightning from my body. Did you do that? I guess that I didn't, wasn't you... really shooting. I guess it came from my body. Did you do that when you were alive? Where at a did... point, I could. Gonk, not know many human. So you explain to Gonk, is it normal for lightning to come from human body? Well... You see, I I was I'm not really born with magic or anything, so I kind of I got it from someone, and then they tr- they kind of trained me. When did you get that power exactly? Oh, let's see, I was 13 when I first. I don't understand. You it. said that this person has to be near you in order for you to channel these energies. Well, no, it was a deal I made, and then. I kind of got scared and ran away, and I thought I broke the deal, and I thought I disappointed them. And when you disappoint people, they kind of take away everything from you. Boy, don't so they. I thought I lost my powers, but, but apparently didn't. he was here this whole time, and I've had those powers this whole time. What kind of he lends me the power? What happened to your parents? You said this was some other entity. My parents? They're still alive. Ah, okay. My mom's probably at her house, and then my dad's probably out killing monsters like he usually does. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Who is this entity that gave you these powers? Uh, I'll kind of look at you suspiciously because you were talking about a big black dragon earlier. Uh, it was a, a dragon. Uh, you made a deal with a dragon? Yes. At 13? Yes. Oh, that doesn't sound good. Okay. Well, I mean, I, like I said, you wouldn't... All you hear is how bad you are because you don't have magic. You kind of, you want that power. And then there's always a consequence. Uh, And I guess that was the consequence that I, maybe I ran from. But I mean, I didn't run from any consequences. I, maybe I don't have any consequences. 
because I clearly have the power. You so ended we're, so up we're in, good. Yeah. You ended uh, up in Malice somehow. But, you know, it's interesting because you talked about how you get it's such a problem if you don't have magic. And yet me growing up, all I wanted was to get rid of my magic. So I find that interesting. Tana, that brings up a good point. You talk about consequences. I just wonder, it seems like one of the consequences of your powers is this chaos, these chaotic happenings. Do you think that you were responsible for what happened yesterday in White Claw? There is a darkness inside of me that I can't escape. And that's why I'm here. And I thought if I spent my life doing good, like going on that caravan that I was on when I found you. Right. I thought I could escape that darkness. And I thought when I made that promise to Zai that that was a way for me to stay on the path of light, to use her sacrifice to become a better person. But after yesterday, I see that there's nothing I can do. The darkness is in me, and so there's nothing to run from. And that, gentlemen, is why I am here in Malice. I don't believe that's how it works, Tana. (laughs) It doesn't matter what you believe, Finian. What matters is that here I am. And JR, you shouldn't work so hard to have magic. Magic brings nothing but problems. I don't agree with that. Yes, but Tana brings up a good point. Having magic inherently corrupts and pulls one's soul presumably closer towards the path of malice. Mm -hmm. Selfishness and destruction are just byproducts of having magic. How dare you? I channel the power of mercy when I call magic, almost always for the betterment of those around me. Oh, and lucky necessary you. in defense. Orphinian comes from a god of mercy. Oh, boo-hoo. And here I come from the god of chaos. I don't exactly have the same choice as you, do I, Finian? How dare you presume where any of us come from or the magic? Let Heen speak for himself. I still think that what you're saying is that your birthright is evil. Mm, it is. But that was not your choice. Okay. You were born into this. Okay. Thank and you, you tried today. to use these powers for good. Don't tell me what I tried and didn't do. You can't know. We've known each other for a few weeks, Finian. Let's change the subject. Very well. You know, as as the silence kind of just fills the air, you guys notice Mo has been sitting on the ground crisscross like a good noodle, but crisscross, <laughs> just making the star pattern in the sky kind of in the mud. And then, you know, kind of hearing you guys get a little aggressive and stuff, he kind of just stands up guys I I gotta be completely honest with you um I th- I think I lied to you guys I didn't I don't, I don't think I died because my my back cracked I, I I know you guys believe me and I'm really sorry about that but that wasn't the truth um I, I think I got killed uh, in the monastery and and I'm pretty sure that they're after my sensei and I think I ended up in malice because I, I wasn't there to protect him. I'll come over and, and ruffle your hair. <laughs> <laughs> and Do then you I know who they are. Sean spoke of menacing people after us as well. I, I, uh, I have no idea. I, don't, I can't think of a single person that would hate Sensei. I, I mean, Sensei's an incredible guy. I, I was so close to completing the program and, and getting all my gold back, and well, I just... Your gold? Your gold back? What do you mean? Yeah, Sensei, Sensei runs an incredible program. You just have to bring him 100 gold. Well, my family didn't have 100 gold, so he made an awesome deal, and I got to just turn in my family's life savings. Um, 
Oh, God. Is this a monastery or a pyramid scheme? No, no, it's a monastery. That I know what pyramids look like. It's not a pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mo, I'm sorry, oh. but I don't think your sensei is who you think he was. No, no, I know sensei. And I was only, I don't know, maybe two and a half years. I don't know. His maybe two years out from getting, from getting my pants. And then when I had my pants, I could go out and I could, like, recruit other people and then I would get double my gold back so, oh. so I could bring the money back to my family. But, yeah, but I failed. I, I didn't save Sensei. And I just, no. I need you guys to promise me something. When no. we get back to life, please, can we, can we go to the monastery in Belier and, and, save, and save my Sensei? We have to do this. I need you guys. Please stop fighting. This is really awkward. <laughs> no, I don't think your Sensei needs saving. I think the people Sensei recruits need saving from Sensei. Well, I do agree with you. Sensei probably doesn't need saving because he's honestly a badass. But it's my job. It's my duty. We have to go save him. Mo, you asked so many questions. But maybe you need to ask different questions. That's all I'll leave you with. He'll kind of he'll nod and then crisscross back down and then continue just making the constellation in the, in the dirt with his fingers. I'll tell you what, Mo. When we get out of here, I'm with you. I'll go help you. Because you're a man in need. <laughs> <laughs> and it is my job as a ran star to help you. <laughs> I'll, I'll kneel down beside you and I'll, I'll put my hand on your shoulder. Mo, I don't know if you want someone like me by your side in life or if, if I have a chance of getting out of the path of malice. But if I can and you'll have me, I'll help you save your sensei. And maybe burn it down to the ground in the meantime. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, what was that? Nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> I, didn't I will hear go I will go with you if you'll have me. You two are very kind. Will yeah. you have me? Oh, I'm sorry, I thought we were doing I thought we were doing a Lord of the Rings thing. <laughs> you have my yeah. I thought we were going around the table. You have my pencil. <laughs> you have my fire and potential chaos. <laughs> no, that, that that means a lot, you guys. Thanks. I I'll, I'll pay you back somehow. I promise. I'll pay you guys back. I appreciate it. No gold needed, my friend. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Speak for yourself. Ian, <laughs> you've been quiet for a while. What do you think about this? Despite what the prince would have us think, I know Belior is a land of law and order, and if your sensei is still alive, I will help you find him. He is, uh, he stands the best chance in Belior. Belior. Aren't, aren't we about to start a war in Belior? Are, isn't that what these thought strands that I'm carrying for? For, for? for the prince to start a rebellion? Oh, 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 yeah, you're right. No, that should be okay, though. I mean, Belior is a really big place, is it? Because <laughs> yeah. I know it's an island, it's right? It's a big island. <laughs> I was going to say, if it's not, oh. Um, no, it, it, should, it should be fine. I mean... Belior's a really big place, and, and where I'm from, the Baron's in charge, so it's not really that big of a deal. I mean, I, I, don't, even, I don't even think I could tell you what the king looks like. Yeah, yeah, no, you'll just be plotting a rebellion against your own people. No problems, right? No worries. Okay, yes. maybe, maybe I do need to start asking different questions. Here, <laughs> here. Oh, boy, if I plotted a rebellion against my matriarch, I would have been skinned, literally. Well, gentlemen, in the meantime, how about we first get to... Quorum? Quorum. And we can deliver these thought strands, and then we'll make plans for what to do when we've gotten our bodies and our lives back, assuming we all do. Ah, yes, on that note, 
we have one from the prince and one from the king. So they both speak of starting a um, war. The prince and... Is Gonk allowed to hear this? This seemed like special lore guild stuff. Ah, oh, shit, Gonk buddy. is here? Sorry, Gonk, we're going to have to stab you. He's kidding. He's kidding. Oh, oh yes, yes, I'm kidding. <laughs> so I'm putting away the curse. <laughs> so we have messages. Go ahead, Gonk, just keep listening. We have messages from the prince and his, his father then. Yes. Oh, that... I hope that's not a problem. They both speak of wanting to start a rebellion, but the prince was very clear that we are only to deliver his message. According to the prince, his father wouldn't make a move, and that's why he needed to do it behind his father's back. Why would they both send messages yet not work together? A mystery. Huh. A puzzle. Perhaps the two need to speak more to each other. Perhaps. Or perhaps there's more to it than that. Fathers and sons don't need to talk to each other to have a good relationship. <laughs> oh, please. No, no, he, he's right. I don't, I don't think I've... <laughs> yeah, I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you clearly don't come from Mount Orem. How far are we from Corum? Uh, oh, maybe 13 days, 12 days. What? It will be a, quite the walk. Also, we have to cross part of ocean. What? Uh... More like wide river, half mile wide, perhaps. What? <laughs> we swim. It's no big deal. Oh, God. You know how to swim, fiery tiefling? No. I don't know how to swim. What, how could I possibly know how to swim? There oh, it's really easy. I could teach you. Is there a boatman or a crossing where we could make our way across? On? Oh, no, no. Boats for weaklings. Here in Tenacity, we swim. We have muscle. Mm. Looking at the distress, Tana's so clearly in. Uh, I can it, help you, Tana. It when is against comes. Law Guild uh, doctrine to swim. We must always be dignified in our actions, and thus we will need a raft or boat. Uh, if nece necessary, uh, I can construct one. I'm just nodding gratefully. Hold on, we don't want to insult their customs. I think we should swim. JR, be quiet. <laughs> it make no difference to me, but I swim. Oh, good swimmer. I'm with the frog. Gif. <laughs> ah, common mistake. Aww. It's okay. I'm often called a demon, so I would take a frog over a demon any day. Flies are delicious. <laughs> I've never oh. tried one. Tana, you mentioned Mount Orem. It sounds like you've had uh, quite the adventure in your life. How did you end up leaving Mount Orem? Oh, you're just going to keep asking me these questions, aren't you, Finian? You don't have to answer them, but I'm going to keep asking them. For, I'm sorry, Gronk, how long are we from Corum? Uh, 13 days. Okay. 13 nights. Gronk not use day literally. Ah, <laughs> uh, Orum, what do you know about Orum, Finian? Very little. Well, it is a fiery yet dark wasteland of pure chaos. Chaos that's so bad it almost borders malice. Uh, I grew up in a unit. My mother was the matriarch. We spent our days worshipping a god I couldn't stand, who I'm frankly not even... I wasn't sure he existed until I saw his molten finger here in Tenacity. And there were a constant string of suitors coming in and out. They were killed oftentimes by either the matriarch or their own children, my half-siblings. 
And my mother used me for the darkness inside of me in ways you can't possibly understand coming from the path of mercy. Did your mother not have the kinds of powers you do? No. So she used your powers for her own ends? No one in Mount Orem, as far as I know, or as far as I've found, have the kind of powers that I do. And so I left before I could do darker, more terrible things. A trade captain named Ravi, for whatever reason, was going near Orem, and I became a stowaway on her boat. As you know, it's bad luck to have a tiefling on board for probably good reason. But when she found me, she didn't kick me off, and it's because of her that I was able to start a new life. Which, as you saw, ended as tragically as it started by a, by a coven of goblins who destroyed me. You died heroically. I died with powers that I didn't know how to control and still don't know how to control, which is why I frankly am a risk to all of you. And I'm sure if you don't know that by now, you will. It was not um, unnoticed that the Colossus that we defeated last night looked like a tiefling god. Did you notice all of the chaos swirling in there? Did you notice that the serpent only spawned when I touched the finger? Pulled the finger. (laughs) 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 It's my fault. And I, I have to figure out a way to repress this darkness and just go back to regular fire, otherwise who knows what I'll do next. And I don't want to talk about this anymore, Finian, so please, like Mo, ask some different questions to some different people. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Sorry, that was so rude. <laughs> sorry, I love you. That was great. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just, I'm sorry. Okay. Did you uh, say Robbie? I did. I'll blush and kind of look away. <laughs> you dirty dog. You knew Ravi? Yes. She always she had a red scarf that she always wore. Oh yeah, I remember. Uh, how did you know Ravi? I stole her boat. What? <laughs> <laughs> it was a dinghy. Things that might get you into malice that you might not have mentioned before. I was a small boat. I like how Cookie ranks above boat in JR's hierarchy of stealing things. Oh man. I'm just I'm just like staring at you with like my mouth like a gape. Why? 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 Exactly. Why why would you steal her boat? Well, me and my friend wanted to go on an adventure so Oh God, help me. We wanted uh a little dinghy and hers was the only one on in port that day so we snuck on and then stole it and then uh kind of sank how long ago you, was that how old were you you stole and then you sank her boat i was 12 years old you were I, a child i mean i actually who you ask heard her talking about you do you know <gasps> she, she talked about me <laughs> she incorporated you into every curse she had Oh. <laughs> I'm not even going to repeat it for, for Moe's innocent ears, but she must have had 27 different curses that invoked your name. I just never put it together. I mean, I did uh, harass her a lot. Oh, for God's sake. Okay. Why? Well, 
I liked her. <laughs> okay. So I'd, I'd go and, uh, you know, do shenanigans. I don't know. I was a kid hey. full of uh, testosterone and all that. <laughs> JR, could you, Puberty. could you come here for a minute, please? And I'll, I'll I don't, I don't think I want to. Just come here for a minute. Yeah, I, he's, he's telling me not to go near you. <laughs> Should I stab her sword? <laughs> stab it, my foe. <laughs> I'll slowly walk. And I'm like gesturing innocently. No, no, come here, come here, come here, come here. Stepping closer here. and closer. <laughs> I'll just like lunge out my hand and hit you upside the head. You cretin. There you go. God, you're like my sister. That's for Robbie. <laughs> Everyone take inspiration. That was wonderful role-playing all around. One by one, you all find your way to rest and continue on your way north to Corum. On the third day of travel, the woods turn to snowy beaches and you find, just as promised, a wide river. Without uh, much warning, Gonk and Rusty and the dwarf seem to excitedly pick up pace towards this channel. Uh, and, and, and immediately just jump in and start swimming. Not a care in the world. They were prepared for this. Oh, I'm excitedly following them. However, I will ask, um, some of us have some exhaustion. Um, how are we going to deal with that? Viagra. You, uh, recovered your exhaustion (laughs) after long resting. Okay, perfect. So, yeah, I was just basically asking if we got our long rest. That's awesome. Yeah, you have all had your long rest, so you're at full health, all your spell slots. Yeah, I'm definitely following them, keeping up with their pace. I would probably run ahead, but I don't know where they're going. (laughs) I was going to say, how cold is the water? Because I might change my mind. I mean, it's it's snowing very softly here, and the further north you get, the further the colder it is. So, I mean, it's not frozen. It's not like malice, but it's cold. Would you like to ride on my back? I can take form of a crocodile. Or a you know, sometimes I still think I'm dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if it is, it's such a nightmare. You Finian. can just hang on to my antlers if you need to. Finian, that is, that is genuinely so nice of you. <laughs> it's so nice of you, but I, I do not want to ride on your back. Or touch the, their, those antlers. Or touch. <laughs> I, I, thank you. So I will hang back with, with Heen. Thank you, though. Please. You all watch me walk out into the water to about uh, thigh depth or a little higher. And all of a sudden, I vanish. And instead, you see just a little gray shape poking up out of the water like a, a, a smooth bump. And just ahead of that, pointing out into the channel, are two little antlers. And then I lift my little... You just talk so much! <laughs> you talk so much! We don't You're need a 27-step process about how you turn into a dolphin. <laughs> just turn into a dolphin and I was almost there. <laughs> this is what it's all about. Perfect. Are you a dolphin? I walk out of the water, turn to a fucking dolphin. (laughs) Thank you. That's how you do it, T-Flake style. Oh, that was too good. All right, and I swim across the fucking channel. (laughs) Do you think he did that on porpoise? Oh, (laughs) So, just to make sure I know what's going on, uh, 
Mo, you're swimming. Yes. JR, you're also swimming. It's Not very if it's cold. too cold. <laughs> it's Okay, it's very cold. It's also like a half mile wide. Finian <laughs> swam across the fucking I'm, channel. I'm actually, I, I do keep an eye on those two morons while they're trying to swim across this freezing water to make sure they don't get in trouble. Great, okay. So, <laughs> Tana, Tana and Heen, you're still on the beach. Is that right? Hey, please tell me, please tell me that you have a plan for getting across this channel. Oh, well, I'll look around the surroundings and I see a lot of trees around. Yeah, a lot so of trees. I guess I'll go ahead, sigh about it. I didn't want to have to make a raft, but did I guess I'm going to have to make a raft. sigh? I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was like we were just going to go right back. Quality it. voice acting is, right is there. Is that a gift, too? <laughs> yeah, that we vocalized. Sigh, sigh. <laughs> I think that's a thing now. Yep. I'm pretty sure. Uh, okay, I'll go ahead and make a cross-cut axe and um, just start moving it back and forth myself. I'm just going to use the astral construct to do it. And while I can see Tana's getting impatient, because this is going to take a little bit. These are new trees. What, a tiefling? Impatient? I know, crazy, right? No. I'm going to... I'll stop for a second. I'll project a little plane. And when I say a plane, I don't mean an aeroplane, nor do I mean like a geometric shape. I mean like the carpenter's tool. So you can take small sh shavings off of surfaces. I'll hand it to her. Go and find some trees and make long, thin ribbons out of this. I just nod obediently and then run off. <laughs> and Never I'll, to be seen again. Like, no, possibly. Should I roll for that? The forest no. is on fire now. Yeah. <laughs> after, after a little bit of time, I'll have several uh, trees cut down and I'll start assembling them into a raft next to the water. I'm sure the others have actually gotten across at this point, and they're probably looking at us pretty impatiently at when Tana comes back. Good. Now, tie these together, and we will mm -hmm. lash a quick raft. So I'm going to go ahead and do a carpentry check, which I guess would probably be sleight of hand. Do sleight of hand, but use intelligence as the base score. 17. Um, very good. Yeah, I mean, you spent your life doing this, so... Yeah. So, with that, would you care to be the first, my lady? Okay. <laughs> and we'll both step on. Um, I'll just project an oar and start paddling and across. And to be slowly, clear, surely. JR, are you with them? Or yeah. did you okay. <laughs> oh, did we just forget him? <laughs> he, he went to swim across and then he came back because it was too cold. So he just I, I just come out right after you build it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to clarify because you narrated that so nicely that, you know, we step on when really you step on and I was clinging to you like a turtle shell. <laughs> Sigh. <laughs> so you see me uh, poking my little bald nose up out of the water and dolphin squeaking at you. And, and just essentially <laughs> egging you all on. I do my little, like, let's go, you know, with my nose, like, hurry up. <laughs> ah, I'm glad we have someone fresh, and I'll hand you the ore. <sighs> I'll turn to Tana. You know, I could do that with my mind, but it's more fun watching him. I agree. Mo, will you make an athletics? <laughs> I sure will. Let's, let's give it all I got. Okay, that's not bad. That is a 16. That's not bad. It's freezing. And how, yeah, did you swim often in life? Um, I imagine so. When I was supposed to go out and cut the trees, mm -hmm. I probably just went to the lake. <laughs> Great. You're, you're doing okay. There are some times where Finian has to come in and kind of save you a little bit. But you're, you're doing okay. It doesn't take much, especially for you in the boat. Uh, you're just 
rowing. Well, I guess JR is. Oh, yeah, I have to row for this old man over here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you are quite good at that. Oh, I know it. <laughs> Eventually, you make it to the other side where you find Finny and, and Mo and the three, your travel companions, waiting for you. And you continue along. There's no road, of course. It's just wilderness, basically, continuing on north. As you travel, most of the creatures that lurk in these woods avoid your large group, and the few who don't are dispatched fairly quickly by you and your surprisingly capable trio of ghosts. However, there is one monster that is not dispatched so easily. Oh, shit. And crashing through the nearby woods comes not quite a woolly mammoth, but an owl mammoth. What? Do you have something against owls? No, I love owls. They're my favorite animal. Damn. I need everyone to roll initiative. God damn it. Tana, what is your initiative? Seven. Heen? One better, eight. Nice. <laughs> Mo? A gentleman's five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're so fucked. Uh-oh. JR? A 21. Wow. Okay, he's good. Oh. And Finian? I rolled a 19. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Uh, JR, you are up first. I'll pull out Soul Render finally, so I gotta stab something. I got this, guys, and I'll run at this thing. Oh, uh, yeah, nat 20. Dude, you're rolling no. so well. <laughs> Guys, I'm, Fuck I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, what? One of our deity patrons. Don't you dare. Don't You can thank Pete M. Oh, His prompt was the role after someone says, like, Oh, no, this is a great role. No, for no, me. he didn't say that. He didn't say that. Uh, no, he said, we, I got this. Can we re roll <laughs> that clip, Greg? I'll pull out Soul Render finally, so I gotta stab something. I got this, guys, and I'll run at this thing. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, he would like to replace your role with a natural one. Oh, God. No. <laughs> uh, someday, buddy, <laughs> we'll be able to stab something. Oh, God. You still haven't stabbed anything, have you? No. <laughs> oh, I hear it every night. <laughs> you just hear a sad moan in your head from the sword. Yeah, I guess, uh, thanks, Pete. I just trip on a root and then uh, stand up, <laughs> dust myself off. Don't worry, we're going to stab this thing. <laughs> uh, right as you say that, you hear the flapping of wings and you feel wind rush past you. <laughs> uh, and above is a white dragon and it comes Excuse and it swoops me? down and <laughs> just opens its mouth picks up the, the owl mammoth and just flies off with it uh, well, Finian, do you have any more of those blueberries because i got blue bald right now <laughs> so anyway the, the whole journey from white claw to quorum takes about 12 nights of of travel like like uh gonk said as you travel deeper into the path of tenacity, it gets snowier and colder. And finally, after 12 nights of travel, you arrive at the northernmost point, the great city of Corum. There's a stone wall some 50 feet tall that spans the width of the city, which is larger than any most of you have ever seen. Not just here in Noctara, but when you were alive as well. On this side of the wall, 
there are around a dozen well-armored orc guards on patrol, uh, alongside two adult white dragons. As the guards notice you as, as you approach, they nod in respect, though it takes about 30 feet of walking before you realize they're not nodding not at you, but the three who are with you. It seems like somehow they know that those three completed the trials. The first orc you pass calls out to you. Halt! What is your business in Corum? We're delivering a message. We're from the Lord Guild. The orc nods, shouting to an orc closer to the wall. Let them in! As he walks away, the metal gate to the city begins to lift. And Gonk turns to the party. Well, Gonk think it's time to say goodbye now. Thanks, thanks for traveling with us, Gonk. I had a lot of fun, and, um... Yeah, I'm really sorry I hit you, and then I'll give him a quick hug and then walk into the city really fast. <laughs> <laughs> you and uh, Rusty and the other fellow whose name we didn't get, you're all very capable warriors. Very impressed with your tenaciousness. Thank you. I'm glad he ended up here. Uh, and, and he'll get in close, like, to, to whisper you something. Gonk die when big, big branch fall on head. Not most tenacious way to go. Oh. You keep between elf and orc, yes? You've acquitted yourself very well in the afterlife. Congratulations on completing your trials. He stands up a bit taller. <laughs> All three of you. Uh, if it's still okay with you, I'm gonna wait at the docks. You guys said I can maybe join you. Um, just... I don't have to follow you the whole way to wherever you're going, but just to be dropped off on maybe one of the other islands. Right, of course. Oh, okay, great. Uh, I'll, I'll hopefully see you soon. I'll address Gunk, uh, clasp my hands, and give him a slight bow. You are wise beyond your muscle. <laughs> well, I, I simply meant you are both wise and strong. Oh, oh, no, Gunk understand. Uh, weird man much stronger than Gonk thought when first met. Thank you. I'll nod again, give a quick bow, and walk into the city. I'll pat Gonk on the arm, and then just kind of, like, say quietly, like, Hey, could I, could I get another hug? Because I just have, like, this crick in my back. <laughs> he gives just... you, like, such a fond smile, and he'll crack your back so hard. <gasps> but he doesn't quite release you yet. He says... When look back, most we can hope for is life of purpose, but most times just life of regret. Gonk understand. Oh. You Thanks. have good time when you return, Vitara. Thanks, Gonk. I hope we'll meet each other again in this life or the next. He'll give you your back one more crack uh, okay, and then drop you. Okay, too much, too much. Uh, <laughs> and I'll just kind of like, like sidle off sort of awkwardly. <laughs> He'll nod in respect to JR. And then he'll enter the city. For being the capital of tenacity, the city is surprisingly peaceful. The heavy snow that falls from the sky kind of quiets the torchlit streets. Orcs and ghosts are trudging through the deep snow, but they don't pay any heed to it, nor do they pay any attention to you. This is by far, however, the most people you have seen on this side of the world. The city is built atop a wide hill, and at the top of that hill stands a pagoda-style building, what perhaps you assume would house the Great Khan. Joey, what kind of people are in this town? Are they orcs and souls? Uh, yeah, so it, much mm, like in White Claw, so it's just, all of the life here is orcs, but the ghosts you see are all of all ten races. 
mostly like orcs and dwarves, but but you see all the types here. Okay. Boys, the prince gave us one mission and one mission only, and that is to deliver this thought strand to the great Khan and then to bring his message back. So let's go. And then I will just like, I'll just run off because yeah. like there's no point talking about it. We only have one mission to do. Right, you're here. Oh yeah, I'll definitely follow behind her excited. One step closer to saving Sensei. Because I run away. Wait, come back. <laughs> yeah, so Mo and I are just running off. I amble along with Dergus. Yeah. Oh, I forgot Dergus is here, yeah. Oh yeah. He's been so quiet he's and well been, He's so well behaved. He's a good piggy. Ah, <laughs> uh, she is correct. That is our mission. We should probably go find the Great Khan then. Follow away. I'll nod to Dergus and we'll run off. <laughs> Going with us. Yeah, so, <laughs> Tana and Mo, you arrive uh, much before the other three do at the top of this hill, uh, standing before a pagoda that overlooks the city as well as the ocean to the north. Yes, yes, very pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Not taking in any of the sights or the interesting lore that can be found on top of this hill. It's no, we're me getting paid. And you, it's me and Mo. What you did you expect? Run into Facts. the open pagoda. There's just a big archway leading inside, no doors. My six hour rant about the things you'll find on this hill wasted. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for ruining your world building. <laughs> Who needs lore? Tana and Mo, do you enter before the other three get here? Why would yes. we wait? Great. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Inside is a surprisingly grand hall flanked on either side by long tables filled with groups of orcs and ghosts having their own separate conversations, but you don't care about them. You care about the Great Khan, an old, scarred, battle-worn orc who sits on the far side of the room in a throne that was made from the lower, the jawbone of a dragon, and he's sitting with his council who sit in much less interesting chairs and their discussions quiet as you enter. And you have the attention of the Great Khan and his council as you approach. Let's uh, go, uh, I can, don't worry, I could do all the talking no, if you want. No, 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 <laughs> buddy. Just just come with me and let's get this done with so we can get our buddies back. Come on. I'll follow, I'll follow uh, Tana's lead. So you approach the Great Khan? Yeah, we're like skittering to a stop in front of him, right? Yep, and then I'll do my, uh, the sensei bow. Just what does normal, that look like? I don't know. Probably just a normal monk bow, but like, I don't know, cheesy. <laughs> he goes too forward, so he stumbles a little bit. With much flourish and clumsiness. I, yeah. And I'll just, I'll just do like a quick and hasty little like, like curtsy, and then, Your Eminence, we come from the Lore Guild, and we are here with, uh, with a message from Prince Morath. You're late, and where is Rizarin? Uh, Rizarin. On the boat. <laughs> I'll like elbow you really hard. Razarin was delayed, my liege, and so we're here to to bestow you with with this. And I'll like fumble around my pockets for a minute. And at this point, the other three will finally catch up. <laughs> we're Lorgil. Message. God, I need to do cardio. That's your push-ups. And at this message, I I actually remember that I have three thought strands, and we haven't talked about this. You know what? In typical tiefling fashion, I'm gonna roll for this. Odds, I give him all three. 
evens, I give him just the one from the prince. Ooh. You might have just decided the trajectory of the campaign <laughs> on a die roll, which is the most tiefling thing I've ever heard. Why would you give him all three? <laughs> Whole trajectory of the campaign, I give him all three. Ooh. All right. The great con will motion and one of the orcs who are sitting around him will stand and walk down the few steps to you and reach out to take the three thought strands. And I, I'll put it in his hand, and then before he can, like, take it away, I'll, I'll kind of, like, my hand will tighten on it because now I'm not exactly sure. <laughs> his eyebrow will raise, and he'll tug a little harder on them. I'll just kind of, like, uh, and I'll let my, I'll open my hand, and here we go. He'll turn and step back up and hand them to the great con. I'll just I'll just kind of like reach over and, and take Mo's hand. <laughs> if, I'll look if, at you completely confused. I thought we did our job. <laughs> if any of you were looking at me slash Finian, you would see that whatever shade of pale he was is now paler as he blanches. <laughs> and I'm, I'm holding at Mo's the, hand. I'm holding Mo's hand like so tight that I can feel him squirming. I'll give you a super positive but also confused thumbs up. <laughs> Sean's looking at the door a little bit concerned. Who is Sean? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the great con does not cast a spell to read them. Instead, all at once, he just crushes them in his hand and his eyes will go white as the thoughts parse through his mind. Oh, shit. And his expression doesn't change. Very quickly, his eyes return, the color returns, and he turns to quietly talk to his council. Ooh, we might have messed up. We didn't, of course we didn't mess up. We did what we were supposed to yeah, do. Yeah, you're right, you're right. We've we never, we haven't messed trans. up at all. We haven't done anything wrong. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> we're good. No, we gave them all three messages. He turns back to the party, putting fingers to his temple to pull out a thought strand, and he will stand himself and step down to Heem. Deliver this to either Sagrim or his son. They want war, do they? And he'll hand you the thought strand. We surrender. <laughs> he shouts loud enough now at this point for everyone in the Great Hall to hear. Then they shall have it! Brothers, sisters, we aid our fool cousins who wither in the light. Prepare for war! And as the room erupts into cheer and celebration, that is where we'll continue next time. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. Uh, a couple of us will be out of town next week, so we'll be taking that week off. Uh, this is a great time to join us uh, in our Discord and keep in touch. Come tell us what you'd love to see more of. No, 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 no. We don't need any more Nat ones. Stay away. <laughs> yeah, <don't, laughs> affect the story like Pete did. Yeah, thanks, Pete. Yeah, Pete. Thank you, Pete. But we will be back with episode nine on October third. So I'd like to thank. Pete, again, our deity patron, and our celestial patron, Ironjaw XOO. And of course, a thank you to everyone who listens to our podcast. We appreciate all of you. That's all I have for today. <laughs> See you in a couple weeks, everyone. See you guys. See you. Cheers. See you. Bye. Did you actually just say that you would eat an entire raw steak oh, on 30, camera yeah. for $37,000 a month? Oh, absolutely. I'll eat more than that. 
<laughs> Wait, um, where's your line? What won't you eat for $37? I guess we're going to have to find out if anyone's willing to pay me. I do, I'm doing this for you guys so we can afford a studio. What? You're welcome. <laughs> You're that, welcome. That is so selfless of you. 